Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, Why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. Welcome back, everyone. This is Asking God Why. And in this season, we are asking the question from the book of Matthew, Why is Jesus the Christ? Matthew spends a lot of time focusing on this idea of Jesus is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the Anointed One. And so as we're going through the book of Matthew in this season, we're asking the question, why is Jesus the Christ? We come to Matthew chapter 8 and 9, where today we're going to ask the question, why did Jesus work miracles? And as we go through briefly through these two chapters together, we're going to find some answers to the question, why did Jesus work miracles? As we begin in chapter 8, we see in the first 17 verses, Jesus cleanses a leper. Um, he, he goes on to then heal a centurion servant, a, a Gentile, a centurion, a, a Roman soldier over a hundred other soldiers. He healed his servant. He heals Peter's mother-in-law. And then at the end of that day, many come in the evening who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Now, all of that builds up to what verse 17 says. Why did he do all this? Why did he cleanse the leper? Why did he heal the centurion's servant? Why did he heal Peter's mother-in-law? Why did he, he cast out demons and heal all those who were sick with diseases? That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. It comes from Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 4, a psalm about the suffering servant, talking about Jesus. So why did Jesus work miracles? Well, one reason why he worked miracles was to fulfill the Old Testament prophecies. If you've been listening to these episodes as we've been going through Matthew, you've probably picked up on the fact that Matthew is very concerned about showing his audience that Jesus does indeed fulfill all these Old Testament prophecies about the, the Messiah, the, the one who is to come. He, he shows that, look, Jesus is the one who fulfills these prophecies. It's him. So Jesus worked miracles in part to fulfill the Old Testament prophecies. After those passages, verse 18 through 22, another reason Jesus worked miracles was to prove that he was a teacher worth following. When Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. Then a certain scribe came and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their own dead. 
Now, what Jesus is emphasizing here, after they've seen all these miracles, they want to follow him, but Jesus emphasizes that he is a teacher worth following, but also this idea of sacrifice and discipleship. He is worth following, and we have to know that because there are sacrifices involved in following him. Jesus is letting these folks know, don't think that you can follow me, Jesus is saying, and make no sacrifices. Being my disciple, Jesus is communicating to them, means making sacrifices. There will be things that you have to give up in order to follow me. The miracles I am working demonstrate, Jesus is showing us, that he is a teacher who is worth following. It is worth it to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. So why did Jesus work miracles? Well, to fulfill the Old Testament prophecies, to show that he was a teacher worth following, but also to to demonstrate that he had power over so many things. In verse 23 through verse 27 here in Matthew chapter 8, we have, as maybe you've heard before, Jesus stilling the storm or calming the storm. He demonstrated his power over the weather, over, I guess you can say, the the natural forces, the forces of nature. The storm is raging, and the disciples become so afraid that they come to Jesus who's asleep, and they, they beg him to save them. And Jesus, he, he tells them, he says, why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then Jesus arises and rebukes the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm demonstrates his power over the forces of nature. You go on a few verses, and as we've already seen a time or two earlier, now this is a specific case, verse 28 through verse 34, he demonstrates his power over the demons. So now over, I guess you can say sort of over the the forces of, of this world, then he demonstrates his power over spiritual forces from other, from another realm, from a spiritual realm. Now, there's a demon-possessed man, two demon-possessed men, Matthew tells us, in verse 28 through 34. Jesus cast the demons out, and the men are then clothed and in their right mind. And he casts the demons out, and they're made well. He demonstrates his power over the demons. You get into chapter 9, verse 1 through verse 13, and what we find is Jesus also demonstrates his power over sin. There's a a man who is a a paralytic. He can't walk, and his friends bring him to Jesus. And Jesus saw the faith of the friends, and he says to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. And at once some of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven you? or to say, arise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. He arose and departed to his house. So we see that, and and Jesus demonstrates, yes, he has the power to heal this man physically, but he also has the power 
to heal this man spiritually, to forgive him of his sin. If Jesus was indeed here speaking blasphemy, if if he's claiming to be able to forgive this man's sins, but he cannot do it, well then, he would not have been able to heal this man physically. The fact that he could heal the man physically demonstrated that his claim to be able to forgive sins was in fact true. So he demonstrates his power over the weather, over, over demons, over sin. Uh, in verse 14 through verse 17, uh, the, there he talks about this idea of fasting and, and the, the old wineskins, the new wineskins. He demonstrates his power, I think getting a little bit here, keeping everything in context. He's demonstrating his power over that which was old. Move to verse 18 through verse 26. He, he, he demonstrates his power over death. A little girl had died, and, and her father came to Jesus and worshipped him and said, My daughter has died. Come lay your hand on her, and she will live. So Jesus follows the man, and he comes to the little girl, and he says she's, she's not dead, but she's sleeping, and they all laughed at him. But when he put the crowd outside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. Jesus, why did he work miracles? Well, to demonstrate his power, his power over weather, over demons, over sin, over that which was old, over death. Verse 27 through verse 31 of this same chapter, he demonstrates his power over blindness. Men who were blind... Mute and blind. Uh, It says in verse 27 through 31, When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, David, son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. Jesus demonstrated his power over blindness. He healed them. They were able to see. Jesus also healed. Jesus also worked miracles to demonstrate who his enemies were. As the text goes on in Matthew 9, we're reaching, we're nearing the end of, of the chapter. And as they went out, behold, they brought to him a man, mute and demon-possessed. He couldn't talk. He was possessed by demons. As they went out then, so they brought this man to him. And when the demon was cast out, the mute spoke. And the multitudes marveled, saying, It was never seen like this in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He cast out demons by the ruler of the demons. One reason Jesus worked miracles was to demonstrate that those who, really we're speaking to the Pharisees here, those who claim to be God, those who claim to be faithful to God and to follow God and to serve God, in reality they did not. Jesus worked miracles to demonstrate, to show, I guess it, 
really so that his enemies would reveal themselves to everyone. They would make themselves known. And what we're seeing, especially as we get into chapter 8 and chapter 9, we haven't seen it too much up to this point, but now the enemies of Jesus are... When he begins working all these miracles and demonstrating this power, his enemies are beginning to reveal themselves. Really part of the reason why they now are beginning to reveal themselves is we're skipping ahead a little bit but when they delivered Jesus up to Pilate to be crucified it said that that Pilate knew that it was out of it was out of envy that they had done it Jesus was working all these miracles, demonstrating the power he had, the authority he had. People were following him and saying things like it was never seen like this in Israel. And the Pharisees and the scribes and the rulers of the people who loved the praise of men, who loved the followings, who loved to be exalted in the eyes of men, they saw the popularity of Jesus and it consumed them. And we're beginning to see them reveal themselves as his enemy. So then finally, why, why did Jesus work miracles? Well, to fulfill the Old Testament prophecies, to, to prove that he is someone worth following, to show his power over the demons, over, over the weather, over sin, over that which is old, over death, over blindness, to reveal, to demonstrate who his enemies were so that they reveal themselves. And then last, Jesus worked miracles because he was and is compassionate. The chapter ends like this. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude... So, let's stop and and, and notice that. He went about all the cities. He's teaching. He's preaching the gospel. He's healing people. But but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary. They were tired. They were exhausted and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Why did Jesus work miracles? And I think this is a a fitting place to end this chapter and to end this episode. Because Jesus was compassionate. Jesus cared about people. Jesus looked at people and he saw them for who they truly were. Souls, people who needed help, people who needed what he could offer, people who needed the good news, the gospel of the kingdom, people who needed him. And today, as we think about the people in this world, as Jesus looks down and he sees the people of this world, I think Jesus sees them in much the same way now as he did then. He views them with compassion. 
people who are tired, people who are weary, uh, people who are looking for something, but but they don't have a shepherd. They're looking for something, but they don't know where they're going. But they know they're looking for something. They just haven't found it yet. They don't know what it is. Jesus looks at those people, and he loves them, and he values them greatly. So when Jesus healed these people, he didn't see them as objects to be used, but he saw them as individuals, people, people that God and he loved and cared for very much. And so today, as we think about why is Jesus the Christ, we've thought about mostly his miracles, and maybe one of the greatest blessings of the miracles he did is he took the time to help people and to heal people because he was compassionate. He loved them. What a lesson for you and me. All the things we can do, let's not lose sight of the fact that we are to be like Jesus and to also be compassionate and to strive to see people as he saw them, to see them for their value, for their worth, for who they truly are, to strive to help them with the things that they need, the gospel of, of Jesus Christ, to bring them to him. I thank you so much for listening to this episode of Asking God Why. Uh, I hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast. Uh, check out the, the Scattered Abroad uh, Network. Uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you uh, praying for us. As always, uh, I hope until uh, we, we get together and do this again next time, may God bless you. And as always, stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.